0: Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. And your dreams over
1: me are bigger than my own. Where we talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over
0: us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own
1: way, girlfriend, and come on this ride. Because on this journey of a lifetime, we
0: never arrive. Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. Today, we're chatting about the way we see ourselves. And Maria and I were just chatting about how much the way we see ourselves and how much we talk to ourselves impacts every single area of our lives. Mm.
1: Yeah. You know, this, this idea of identity, the way that we, you know, think about ourselves, the way we speak ourselves. Uh, what we believe about ourselves. It's amazing how much that really does, you know, like MK said, it, it does impact those things because if I don't believe I have worth, right. If I'm self internally, gosh, you're, you're so, you're so ugly. You're, you know, you're, you're so this or that, or you're not enough this. And you're, if if I go on this internal rampage, that is going to come out in in the way that I see myself in regards to other people, it's going to impact my confidence and it's going to impact me actually going after goals or dreams. It's going to impact even the way that I treat other people.
0: It really does. You know, I heard something recently. It was, I don't even know where I heard it, but it, I, it really stuck with me. And, and the guy I was listening to, he said, we have to stop listening to ourselves and start talking to ourselves.
1: Oh, so good. Say that
0: again. Stop listening to ourselves because remember as humans, we have the tendency to be negative and we're, we're in that protection mode, right? Like self-protection. And we go to that place and we're so wired for, I don't look as good as I used to, or I'm not as smart as them, or I don't have as much. We're in this comparison trap just naturally. Our culture tells us all these things. And stop listening to yourself and start talking to yourself. Because if you listen to yourself, you will lose every single time. Yes. You will always think that you're not enough. And so right. we have to start talking to ourselves of, I didn't have a great day today, but I'm going to get up again tomorrow. I'm going to try right. again. And we can stop it shorter and shorter yes. where instead yes. of running the day, you know what? I made a bad choice. I'm going to stop it now. Stop it there and start again tomorrow. And I just love that so much. Just stop listening to ourselves and start talking, talking to ourselves of what we and actually you know-
1: That's so good. And I I really think, you know, one of those first steps to that is sometimes we also don't realize how badly we're talking about ourselves or thinking to ourselves or or talking to ourselves in the negative, right? Mm -hmm. And what's really interesting and exercise that I've loved giving some of my coaching clients has been, you know, okay, this week, I want you to just pay attention to the things that you are saying to yourself or about yourself. And I I want you to just write it down. And many of them come back and they're shocked. They go, Maria, I cannot believe how negative I am towards myself all the time. I, like everything from how I look to how, how I, you know, act to what I do. I mean, on and on and on and on.
0: You're subconscious, right? Yes. subconscious.
1: It does. It just becomes a way of life where it's like, well, I just, this is the, it becomes a lens honestly through with which we see ourselves, which then turns into feeling like you have to be pleasing everybody. It turns into people pleasing, or it turns into feeling like, well, I've got to get everything perfect. You know, it turns into so many of these negative qualities that end up where we're living someone else's life instead of the life that actually we were created for.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's so true. We have to really work on it because it affects our relationships and you will believe what you start to speak over yourself. And we cannot feel terrible about ourselves and show up and be the best mom and be the best wife and be the best employee. And you know, I was talking with Maria beforehand about um this thing called the anger ball. This is so cool. You guys listen up. (laughs) It is so cool. And so you know let's say for example I have a bad day and I come when Will walks in the door, my husband and I am snippy with him. Don't even ask about his day. And I project my anger onto him. And then he's kind of off-put. And that anger continues throughout the house because, you know, what does it say? A happy wife is a happy life. So, um, you know, because my wife was unkind and snippy, now I'm taking that out on the kids. And it's just spread through the house. So the the idea behind this anger ball is you write down what's actually frustrating you on a piece of paper. Right. No, it's not. No. It's not my children, it is, I don't know, for example, let's, let's just say it's, I I mean, I've had a bad day.
1: Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe someone said something to you and you took it really personally, you know, and just like, just upset you.
0: Yeah. So maybe somebody insulted me and perhaps it wasn't even their intent, but I took it wrong. Mm -hmm. They hurt my feelings. And now I'm actually, let's remember anger is a layered emotion almost always underneath of it is disappointment. Hurt. Um, and so let's say I got insulted and I'm really hurt. So I, I'm just stewing and chewing on that all day long. Well, I write that down on a piece of paper. Susie yeah. Q insulted me, hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. And then you wad it up. And what has happened is I've Projected this anger onto Will, so now I've thrown him my anger ball, and now he's thrown it to every one of our kids, and there's just this anger that has dissipated and spread throughout the house mm. because of my lack of realizing the root of it and being able to mm-hmm. control it. So what we have to do in order to figure out how to stop it is trace it back to the root, and I think that's so impactful yeah. for every area of our lives because okay. we, we do that with, with healthcare a lot. We just right. treat the symptom and not the cause, and All if we right. can't mm-hmm. the root of issues. Medically, phys- physically, emotionally, yeah. spiritually, yes, they have us stuck. We will never actually dig out the. It's like, you know, a great example for me is I have this planter's warts in the bottom of my foot, and I can cut mm-hmm. off the top of the layer, but they keep coming back because I haven't gotten the root out yet.
1: Yes, right.
0: And yeah. until I get to the roots, we don't actually fix the problem. It just keeps resurfacing. Mm-hmm. So we go back and take that back to that insult from Susie Q and realize. Why did I give all my anger to the people I love the most and the matter most to me? Because they didn't deserve it. Right. And let's the root of the issue. Mm-hmm.
1: I love that. That's so powerful because it's true. A lot of times, you know, we'll get angry at something and there's something that's deeper. You know, there's there's hurt or there's pain. And I think when it comes to the way that we're speaking about ourselves and the way we see ourselves, if you can start to get to the root, like, why am I seeing myself through this lens? You know, why don't I see myself that actually I was created, you know, from love for love to love, for, you know, from a father who is a God of details, you know, and that he has something beautiful for me and for my life. And, and instead of seeing that and, and, and actually even claiming that when I was living with, um, two of my dearest friends in Nashville, we used to have this whole big thing of like, uh, kind of calling each other out. If one of us was like, Oh my gosh. I look so icky today, or I look so exhausted. Like, you know, we, the other would be like, stop it. Your words have power. And then we'd like call each other and be like, okay, say the opposite. I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful. You know? And we would just, because what we speak to ourselves is powerful. And then on that same, same line of thinking, what are we speaking over others? You know, mm-hmm. like are we speaking words of life over others? Because that is so important. I think it's so interesting, you know, in scripture, when a blessing was given from like a father to their son for example you know the firstborn whatever there was it couldn't be retracted once that blessing was spoken like once that you know like abraham to isaac like once once a blessing was spoken then those those words couldn't be retracted right what what Words became flesh. There was something that came out from the words. And and that's so, true today. You cannot unring a bell. You can't. You can't. I remember, always remember that story where it was talked about where, um, you know, this girl went to went to confession and she was confessed that she was lying or I'm sorry, that she was gossiping. And the priest said, well, you know, for for your penance, I want you to take a pillow with all these feathers and I want you to like empty it out at the top of like the tallest building, you know, and then I want you to go pick up all of those those feathers. And she's like, oh, but that's impossible. And he said, exactly. He's like, that's why it's, it's so important to understand what we speak. You can't take those back. Once those words have been the, those wow. words are out there. Yeah. It, it, it's powerful. And so I think just recognizing whether it's words you're speaking to yourself or whether it's words you're speaking to others, those words impact, they have power.
0: You know, I'll think a lot of times of the things we tell ourselves, we would die if our children were talking to themselves that way. And how are we to teach them life is caught much more than it's taught. Yes. And if we don't love ourselves and are constantly complaining about ourselves, I can't tell you how many girls I hear talking about, gosh, in the middle school, they're talking about their weights. I'm like, this Mm -hmm. is so like I need to eat a salad for lunch I'm like no you don't
1: no. you're
0: growing and throbbing and you yes. need to be healthy and they don't even know because that's what they've heard mom say it's like yes. you know I need to I need to lose weight I don't look as good as I used to and unfortunately for women it's it's so much physical there's so much pressure from the world and we have to like we seriously we take ourselves way too seriously like come oh on you gosh. all again the world would be so boring if we all look alike and there's this like attempt for everyone to yes. you know wear wear black pants and the same shirt and fix our hair the same. There's this attempt to all look the same because we have this image of what we think beautiful is and how boring would the world be if we all looked the same. And it is so true that pretty is as pretty does. Mama always said pretty is as pretty does. And you just treat people nice. You smile, you can light up a room And we just take ourselves way too seriously as if these things are important. And as parents, we set the tone for our children Mm -hmm. on what is important. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're telling them all this social media is important. They're going to think the same thing. And so we can talk to all day long that we don't want you you living your life on a screen. But if they come home and see us on our screen all the time, life is caught much more than taught. And that does affect Mm -hmm. our self-image, period. There are studies after studies after studies. You cannot be on Instagram all day long and not be affected by it. Right.
1: So many good things there. And it it really is amazing how often the words that we're saying we would never ever say to another person. You know, a lot of times the the things that we're speaking to ourselves or about ourselves, we would be absolutely appalled if we heard someone saying that about someone we loved, right? And, And to me, that's one of those things that as you are aware of that. And I remember um, at one point really struggling with seeing, seeing my, my beauty, just believing that, Oh wait, I am beautiful. And I remember just going and taking some time with the Lord sitting down. And I did this literally for a year. And I asked the Lord three questions. And I said, you know, Lord, help me to show my beauty and my worth, help me to see me how you see me and help me to see you and know you how, who you are as my father. And I literally prayed those three prayers, asking those three questions day after day after day. And it was just transformative for me. It was transformative in the way that I saw myself in the way that I valued myself, the way I spoke to myself. Um, It was such a shift on that. And it wasn't necessarily terrible before, but it was almost like a blindness, you know? And I think sometimes we have a blindness to our own beauty and our own goodness. And this is not this whole thing of like, oh, we're, we're all this or all that, but it's recognizing that you are a gift in who you are physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, we have a father who does not make junk (laughs) y'all. He does not make junk, you know? And, and I don't know any of you who are parents, can you imagine how devastating if you heard your child just criticizing themselves, talking about how stupid they are and how ugly they are and all these things. And it's like, wait, this, this child is a part of me. You know, this child has my heart. Like that would be so sad and so devastating. And I think sometimes we don't realize when we're saying those things about ourselves, um, that we also have a choice, you know, like we also have a choice that even if we're thinking those things, we can renounce those in the name of Jesus. I renounce that thought, you know, I renounce these words. Okay. What are, Lord, what do you, you know, how do you see me? What, where is my beauty? Where's my goodness? You know? um Because again, the more we're looking at the negative, the more that we're going to find negative and guys, there's, there's good things and there's bad things about all of us. And, you know, who we are in our lives and and we're working on, you know, becoming the best version of ourselves. But it's just so important, I think, to really be aware of the things that you're just accepting as true. Well, I thought this about me, so it's true.
0: Yeah. And that really is the first step in order to improve what you think about yourself. You first have to be aware of it and then you have to take an active role to improve it. Yes. So practically speaking today, let's just talk about a few practical steps. I think, a number one thing is all of us spend way too much time on our screens. Mm-hmm. And-, and it gets yeah. in
1: comparison. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I would challenge you to get off your screen and to be present with those that you're with, especially when your kids get home from school. Now the school's back in session um, mm-hmm. to really be that example, just yeah. be the change you want to see in your family yeah. and in the world. Um, number two, find the root find the root yes. of what the issue actually is. That's actually the number one problem.
1: That's huge. The yes. And then
0: work on it. You know, um, I've had some health things re- recently and Maria is the queen of finding physically on what's going on. It's not a big deal, but it is something I need to figure out what the root of it is, or we're not, we're, we're just going to put a bandaid on it and band-aids mm-hmm. don't fix big problems. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I think just speaking honestly, I think that's You know, like I was wrong about that. I'm so sorry I came home and projected all my anger on you because now that I know the root of it, you had nothing to do with it and you didn't deserve that. And I'm sorry. Yeah. There's so much power in honest and open communication Mm -hmm. and in that vulnerability space. Yeah. Um, I think that we oftentimes are just like moving on without actually speaking what needs to be said. Yeah. And then I think finally just stop listening to yourself and start talking to yourself. Mm-hmm. not what you have been telling yourself, not who you are, but who do you want to yeah. be and start just talking to yourself.
1: And, and it really, you know, I would invite you to, to take a little time with the Lord and ask the Lord, like, how do you see me, you know, and write those things down, write those things that come into mind. Oh, and, and start speaking those over yourself, start speaking that, you know, because, um, guys, the world will tell you a lot of things that you are, and it's not true, you know, um, social media, like all those things. Um, it'll tell you things that will, that will bring you down and that will make you feel like you have to prove something.
0: And, and you don't like the truth is you don't. Yeah. And yeah, I'll I'll leave you all with this one last story, um, to challenge you this week. And I, I heard it on a, um, Damon West. He's a huge speaker. He's phenomenal his story, check it out. It's awesome. But he talked about, you know, the world can be a hard place to be in. Now there's beautiful in the world also, but what we're trying to focus here is on being more positive and bringing, bringing more to the world than just accepting what the culture tells you. And and we live by either city of God or city of man and challenging yourself in every area. And that's another podcast, but we need to go through and listen, listen to all of them and Record when we say that's another podcast. But I know for real. What he talks about is you know he he made some mistakes and was going to prison. So his, his he was going into a pot of boil, boiling water. And I think the world can be like that sometimes. It's it's just very uh, a hard place to be in and to be virtuous and be a good person. And he you know he said you can either be a carrot, you can be an egg, or you can be a coffee bean. Yeah. And I think it's so powerful for you to think of. And you know what happens to a carrot when it goes into boiling water. It gets soft, you get soft, mm-hmm. right? It yeah. can become soft and weak by the world and just go the way that the world tells you. Yeah. What happens to an egg when it goes into a pot of boiling water?
1: It gets hard. Uh, it
0: gets hard. And so you get hard and you're, you know, you hate the world and you think everything's bad wow. and, and this is horrible time we live in, which isn't true. Or you can be a coffee bean. And what happens to the coffee bean when it goes mm-hmm. into the water? The coffee bean changes the water. That's right. So instead of allowing the world to change us, we go out and change the world. And you know, his big, big thing is be a coffee bean. So I just thought that was a really neat, powerful. You may have heard it before, but go this week and be a coffee bean. Go be a coffee bean, guys. (laughs) And stop listening and start talking to yourself and figure out the way you see yourself matters. And we got to work on up-leveling that from wherever you are. And we'll see you next week on Girl, Water Your Grass.
1: Bye. Bye.